Hello, and thank you for listening. I'm Martha Willett Lewis, host of Live Culture, and this month's broadcast features a conversation pre-recorded via Zoom crossing several continents. I'm really delighted to be in conversation with Diana Maria Restrepo and Rafael Poyama of Voz Terra, a collective based out of Bogota, Colombia. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, Diana and Rafael. Thank you so much for being with me. I was so interested in Voz Terra as a musical project that is about the environment. And also it's a really inclusive project that involves anybody who wants to be part of it. And that's a lovely thing because of COVID, we've been so isolated. So talk to me about the origins of this project. How many people are involved? It looks like a massive undertaking. You know, how did this start? Uh, do you want me to go, Diana? Yes. And maybe I can go after you. All right. Yes. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so first, uh, Marta, thanks so much. It's very exciting. It's 7 a.m here in Colombia, I think is what time is in uh, in Sweden, Diana? 2 p.m. 2 p.m. and on the other side of the of the planet. Uh, yeah. And in Asia, it's 8 p.m. 8 p.m., wow. Wow, that's awesome. So thanks for the invitation. We were really excited. We wish uh, all, all the other members of the of the of the collective were here but it's been a couple of crazy weeks for everyone and we'll we'll get about it later on so today it's just diana and myself so i hope that we can cover other areas uh that i'm sure other members of the collective would explain much better than us um, we can critique this afterwards and then we can have another session later <laughs> All right, that's good. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so the Vosterra Collective uh, was born two years ago, mm-hmm. actually like around this time of the year. It uh, started with a call for artists in Bogota, artists, musicians, like a very multidisciplinary um, invitation from the Museum for the United Nations UN Life, which is the organization. She's there, an independent organization, not... Uh, directly related to UN Life, but they work on the umbrella of the UN Life of the uh, United Nations artistic endeavors towards climate change and specifically inviting citizens into taking action towards climate change through art culture and also kind of like technology and arts and stuff like mm-hmm. that they are located where's the, the main office diana can you can remind me of, in uh, denmark in denmark but they have you know a few projects around the globe and here in colombia they started working with angela um, puentes who is the the person in front of the museum here. So they organized this event at, um, at a place called Maloca in Bogota, which is a very wonderful place where, you know, there's a place for science, art, mm-hmm. um, culture, uh, film. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, cultural space, uh, science so and culture was, and art. Sorry to interrupt. This was pre-lockdown. And oh, yeah, this exactly. was this was Everybody a while ago. Yes. In one space then. And the idea was yeah, to yeah, yeah. it was a musical project that involved the environment. No, not really. It was not it really. was just a call. Uh, no, it was a call to action to come up with ideas mm-hmm. to reflect about actions towards um, the, the to mitigate in the climate crisis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, could be some um, science-driven project, artistic-driven project. So uh, four people were kind of like randomly gathered. They were not uh-huh. really presenting any project. And it was 
it was Diana who's here. It was Daniel Roa, who's a musician. Hector Huitrago, who is also a musician. And Lani Arevalo, um, uh, she's a, like a, a biologist and, and she's like also like interested in wide range of spiritual practices. So they ended up coming up with this idea of a sound project. Where, he, uh, where, where they could capture uh, sounds from nature and uh, do um, soundscapes near nearby uh, natural areas. And, and then these guys won. And I'm not including myself because I joined the project later on as the person in charge of kind of like the interactive aspect and the online presence of the project. Mm -hmm. uh, at first as a, uh, let's say, uh, interactive services But then later on, I but then later on I joined the project and I was very excited to to be welcomed by these guys because it's been like a, a great experience. So so we created this first version of the project. It took place in uh, in the north area of the city. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Bogota is like a huge city. I think that we are now getting closer to 10 million or something. Wow. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's a very massive city, and and of course, as you can imagine. The city is expanding and it's very challenging for keeping the um, uh, biodiversity around. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bogota is a little bit similar to um, to to Mexico City, so it, there wasn't really a lake in in Bogota. There were lakes, but it's like a very like water driven ecosystems were here before the city started growing. And um, and there is this um, um, wetland wetlands eco ecosystems yeah. called wetlands uh, that are that are very specific to this whole area of the savanna of Bogotá and the Altiplano Cundiboyacense um, and the city is kind of like expanding to the north and there's this area called the reserve the Vanderhamen reserve and mm -hmm. the La Conejera wetlands And it's an area that's been in a kind of like in a political struggle. There's many private interest uh, interests related to urbanization, to mm -hmm. basically drying that area and turning that into uh, living spaces. Um, so depending on the different governments for the last decades, the approach has been different. Right. And there's a community there that's been fighting and, and advocating for the protection of this area, which is going to be potentially, if it keeps being preserved, is potentially one of the largest um, uh, natural reserves in, in Latin America. It's, 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 it's huge. And it's very important for the, for the flow of water of the area, which has been lost, of course, for, because of urbanization. So is that, that's where you first started doing the recordings Of yes. Native yes. Sounds. And the yes, basic so the basic idea is to um, have the sounds available and then artists make music using it or they make their own recordings. No, it, it, it wasn't the first idea. It's very no. inter interesting how the process, how the, the, mm -hmm. the project uh, push us, you know, like the first right. uh, interest that we have was uh, like the people could uh, be could be could become aware about the nature through the sounds mm -hmm. it was really that we wanted to, through the sound and through the emotion so our first two cap chapters are uh, soundscape of caqueta uh, and bogota and then um, um, records of the people of the, that that live in these uh, areas because for us was very important I, I always 
talk about that. If if you can listen to the sound and 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 uh, you will be like uh, you have this emotion that come 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 with the sound. And it's it's very easy to to have uh, something happening in you. you. You can like change and say and and be aware. It was the first the first uh, thing that we want, but then. COVID came. So right. at the beginning of the COVID, we were wondering, okay, if we are interested on uh, deep listening and COVID is, the nature is calling us like, hey, what, what happening now? How we are listening? Uh, because we are in this, log, uh, how you say, lockdown, no? Yes. Yeah. yeah. In the apartment. So what we should do during this moment? What is our, what, what we can do? And the, the project started there at that moment. We, we were finishing the second, the second chapter. Mm-hmm. And then we say, okay, let's, the first, it was a project like in two steps. Let's call the people around the world and let's invite them to record uh, the, from their windows the mm-hmm. nature. Like we were interested not even in a, in a good in the, in the first and second chapter, the technique is very important. We record the sounds in a very, very, very good technique. But in, in, in this uh, project, we were not interested in the quality of the recordings because the only thing that we, were, we, we really wanted was like, okay, let's call the people to, to, to record the nature and how they are listening to, the, to, the, to, to these new cities. Because suddenly the birds, we could listen to the birds. We could we could listen to to the the, the, the sound of the city change during this the, the COVID. A huge and amount. Then, Wait a minute. Exactly. I just want to mention the fact that the chapters you're mentioning are in fact produced as as record albums. So exactly when you say chapter, you mean. No, I, I just was, I just yes. wanna just wanna make it a clarification there. Very good. Is that, yes. Uh, is that uh, we we started working in 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 a tiny umbrella, which mm-hmm. which was had like a big leg that were um, soundscapes, right? Uh, exactly. Diana, Diana, and and Daniel were um, putting together their craft, and they were into these areas, and they were they were recording. I was assisting, and some others were just like working together in production. Uh, so there's this component that are uh, soundscapes uh, that can be found uh, online as well. But also there's this component about um, dialogues with the communities that are mm-hmm. there, um, word circles that we do with the community. So those are also recorded and, and, and all these testimonies are gathered uh, together. Um, originally, the idea was to release these um, soundscapes as Creative Commons so others could play with them, remix them and play it. But mm-hmm. there wasn't really much, uh, more than a few people just uh, reached to us. They used the sounds, but it, that, it wasn't really like a big objective. Yeah, and, you don't and get there's this, the full audience that way. Yeah, and there's this right. uh, this other additional component, which was very important to us also. And um, also there are meditations Mm-hmm. that were created with these soundscapes because sometimes you know like if you want to meditate just you go to google and you find like some meditation bowls from uh, the mm-hmm. tibet but you don't really get sometimes to hear sounds of the places where we live here in bogota and then get deep into you know meditation whatever and also um guides for teachers and teenagers so they could use these audios in the classroom 
And there's this also this additional component, which was a voice recorder. So uh, uh, visitors could go to the website, they press a button and, and they, they say like, ah, oh, I, I love the sounds or whatever. And, and, and that part started becoming very powerful for us because people were, were reaching to us with these wonderful feelings, right? Like people outside abroad, people who have left the country years ago, they were like, oh, I remember the birds. Uh, from the area where I grew up, I, I I love the sound. This sound reminds me of my grandmother or the place where I lived and, or I left like years ago. So so there are these these moving parts that started, you know, evolving into uh, what we call chapters. Is basically like new iterations of the same methodology. So the sec the second chapter that Diana is mentioning was recorded. Near the Amazon in the mm -hmm. in the Piedmont area, which is where the Andes meet the Amazon, which is this beautiful area that we have in in the Andes that is full of water and biodiversity. But that, of course, as as um, you guys might be aware, is is being is being threatened by deforestation. Some of that deforestation comes from practices, uh, illegal practices, but also, you know, regular agriculture expansion. Um, so we, we were hired by an organization called Patrimonio Natural and because they had a program there that they were closing and they decided to have us there recording people from the program um, Uh, people growing the land, people who are working with cattle and that are using sil, uh, I don't know how to say this in English, but it's uh, técnicas silvopastoriles, which means, which, which <laughs> Diana, means, can you help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Difficult this work. <laughs> which, which is like, uh, like a better practices for being more friendly with, with the land and protecting okay. the, the, the eco-friendly practices. Eco -friendly practices for, for still growing food. And, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, and that's it. And I just wanted to clarify that when we say chapters, it's like iterations of, of this, the same methodology. So, yeah. Well, and the and third the, one was about news. Yeah. What's interesting is the way that circumstances of life COVID yes. in particular and lockdown, um, it was really interesting. People all over the world, you know, it certainly happened to me and I noticed on social media it was happening to lots of my friends, but all of a sudden we're paying a lot more attention to nature and a lot more attention to the birds and what's happening around. And also because industry was shut down for a while, um, spring and summer were incredibly beautiful it was i mean it was this lush extra green and the the animals seemed incredibly happy right it, mm. it was a very big difference you were listening to live culture on wpkn 89.5 fm and streaming online at wpkn.org this month i'm delighted to be in conversation with diana maria restrepo and rafael poyana of the vos terra collective based out of bogota colombia i'm your host martha willette lewis Thanks for joining in. So it's sort of this weird thing that happens, I think, everywhere where we must be hardwired for this in a certain way, but, but everybody was looking out of their window and noticing it. And that the way that you took that and turned it into sounds from your window, the time to stop and listen is, is this incredible project that kind of takes the intentions of the other parts of it which are about bringing attention to the sustainability in our environment and what's happening 
Um, and then and getting a kind of uh, inclusive, interactive aspect to it. But all of a sudden, it seems to me that the moment is exactly right during COVID, because what are we missing? We're missing each other and being together in music. And also, um, we're noticing and paying, actually paying attention to what's going on around us in a really different yeah. way, right? I, I, for me, it was a pretty profound experience learning about all of these things that have been happening around me that I just hadn't been paying any attention to before. Yes, and for us, what's very important in this project, so I was telling that the, the, the first part was to, to invite the people, wherever in, in the whole world, to, to send us, us uh, records, recordings. But the second part of the project was very important for us because it, 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 it was... Um, we invite uh, artists, musicians, different kinds of musicians to, to take those sounds, if they want or not, and to take the other sounds from, from the, uh, um, the wetland from Bogotá mm -hmm. and to, to produce music, to, to, to produce art. And it was very important. Uh, I always talk about that because I was invited to another project in China at the beginning of the COVID. And the exhibition, uh, they decided to, to, to do this exhibition because they ask, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know how many people, but they ask uh, how, how they th think, how they how they think the the, the artists should help in in a, in a crisis like a pandemia pandemic. Ah, yeah. and seventy percent says answer that we are we were not important that we were seventy percent said we were not of the people that they, they that we were not we we had and for for us it's the opposite it's a moment when when everything shut down and 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 and, and you don't know what is happening and the nature is like telling us, hey, please listen to me, is the best moment to, to go to say something through the art. So this second part of the project was calling this musician uh -huh. and, 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 and try to, to produce uh, pieces about the moment. So they could express what they said, what they, what they were feeling. So the result was uh, four albums. The first is ele electronic music. The, this Rafael, the, I always uh, forgot the names from the first one. Reserva Bosterra. Reserva Bosterra. Reserva Bosterra. The, the second and the third was uh, music with a lot of musicians. Fourth one was a sound, sound artists, people who, who, who work with sound in a different ways. So we have these four albums that with a very, very different styles. And yes, it was like the, 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 the most important for us was to have this. This is like a, something that, that we will, in 20 years, it will be a very, very important archive. For, a document. The event, right? A document, the yes. So I think it's interesting that anyone would say after COVID that art isn't important. I think that COVID has been the best possible argument that artists could ever have that art is essential because what did everyone do the minute that they were in lockdown is either make or consume art in order to mm -hmm. comfort themselves in order to survive right it's yeah. interesting to me that anyone would say that but something really resonated to me about the, the sort of mixing of music particularly dance music and nature sounds at the moment of covid it's sort of a trifecta of things that needed to go together it's the organic quality of it that i really like so 
tell me a little bit about some of your favorite tracks and we'll i'm going to try to find and play some clips during the show so that our audiences can hear a little bit of them but i want to hear from you which ones you particularly like or why it's, it's really hard i don't, I don't think i'm, I'm going to be very objective because i of course love everything yeah. that, that is <laughs> on, on the, the albums but <laughs> let's say that we're gonna uh, curate a little bit what's what's uh, what's yes. on, on the albums for a for a little bit so for me, definitely one of my favorite tracks is the one that Hector, who is um, one member of the of, of the collective, he's he's also part of the Latin American band Aterciopelados, which uh, which has a rich audience and that of course has been very supportive to to the team and, and Hector worked closely with um, Lido Pimenta, uh, Lido Pimenta, who is this amazing, incredible genius artist from um, from the north coast of Colombia I think that she lives right now in Canada to me like everything she does is like magic uh, just listening to her and uh, everything that she like his world vision and his ideas about music and gender and uh, and uh, Latin Americana and Colombian identity is just just wonderful. I think that Lido is from um, Barranquilla. So yes. they collaborated together mm -hmm. Tropi Transformation. my favorite i gotta say from okay. the from the music album and i love the last four tracks of the sound art album that is the one that i helped curating because they expand a little bit on this idea of of listening to your window
and, and mm-hmm. this is a note that I wanted to make a little parenthesis that I wanted to make and is that it is easy in, in the middle of this type of conversations to romanticize a little bit what was going on right like this idea like oh you open the window and nature is playing and and, 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 and of course we acknowledge that there's this huge amount of suffering around the world and yeah. this year has been extremely difficult for many many people around the world and and I hope that those who are listening and and those who have lost people and those who got sick I, I hope that they recovered and I hope that um, they're feeling well uh, after this very difficult last couple of, of months but anyway that's why I love these last three, three or four and four tracks and it's because mm-hmm. The order of this last album is it starts with a lot of natures from sound, but then they started including other sounds, more urban sounds right. from people asking for money in the streets, people shouting. Like it was very common for us here in Bogota to open the window and just listening to the families asking for food, asking for money. Right. Uh, in the middle of quarantine, people risking being put in jail, just selling avocados in the street because. It's the only way that they could make a living that exact day, right? It's just like for cities like Bogota, uh, I think that is like more than 40% of the citizens of Bogota depend on, I mean, they make their livelihood on a daily basis and that uh, livelihood yes. comes yes. from scholars. 38, 38%, so 38% that has yeah. informal uh, it, it was very painful, right? Like people singing in the street, just imagine you know, mariachi singers that used to play in parties and events, like now they have to go in the streets, plug their speakers and start like playing their songs and people were throwing money at them in order for them to make a, to make a living. So that's, that's why I love this area. Diana is one of these, is one of these artists and, and it's, it's, it's been incredibly stressful and difficult. And of course, the people who live on the, in the most fragile way suffered the most. It's yeah. You've got people who are homeless, jobless, who really, you know, everywhere. And it's even having a window to open. Is a exactly. It's a privilege, was, right? It's, exactly. It's, I feel a little bit um, uh, shy talking about my piece, but <laughs> because my piece is there in that album. But it was my idea when, when I, when I, when the, when the COVID start, the lockdown start. Uh, yes, I, I could say, okay, I, I can listen to the birds. But for me, it was very painful to listen to the vendors the whole day. This vendor that this that uh, try to to sell more than ever avocados, uh, oranges, every, everything. And and I I my piece was about that. I couldn't, I I I didn't use the nature sounds. I couldn't do it. For me, was. It was the sound that I, I was listening from my window and I was very, very attached to this. And I was, and I started to make lists. So the times they passed and I took pictures and I did this piece and, and, and the piece uh, from Juliana uh, Ortigosa too is very interesting. Yes, yeah, the, four, the first piece are very political <laughs> in alteraciones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nice that Rafael talked about that. Lunes, julio 6, a las 9.57 de la mañana, pasan los aguacates. Hay otros aguacates que pasan el domingo 5, a las 9.22 de la mañana. Esto es la gente de la esquina de la 
promociona, se es que es la ollita, aguacates a mil, mantequillos bien buenos, aguacates a mil pesos. Oiga, más baratos que en el palo, eh, aguacates a mil. Oiga, por este ladito bien buena, se es que es la promociona, se es que es la ollita, aguacates maduritos bien buenos a mil pesos. Se escucha lejanos. Jueves 9, a las 10 a.m. Vuelven a pasar los aguacates. Esta vez es otra Domingo, junio 28, 11.06 de la mañana. Dos venezolanos ofrecen celulares, cargadores, audífonos y protectores de pantalla. Julio 2, jueves a las 4.23 de la tarde. Yo escucho desde la ventana siempre. El lunes, junio 29, a las 12.30 de la tarde. Mandarinas y limones. Pregonero abajo, no arriba. ¿Qué tengo que aprender de todo esto? Abrazar la dificultad de cada uno de estos seres que pasa por mi ventana buscando su subsistencia. Jueves julio 9, 1042 de la mañana. Sábado julio 4 a las 3 y 22 de la tarde. Jueves 9. Sábado julio 4 a las 3 y 24 de la tarde. Miércoles julio 8 a julio 5. 9.39 de la mañana. A las 10 de la mañana. Martes julio 5 a las 9.22 de la mañana. So you're listening to Live Culture. I'm Martha Willett-Lewis, and that was an excerpt from Pregones 2020, otherwise known as Street Cries 2020, which features the Vozterra Collective and Diana Maria Restrepo. And we are in conversation with Diana and also Rafael Poyana of the Vozterra Collective about their musical projects having to do with the environment, lockdown, COVID, and social justice. And this is, of course, WPKN 89.5 FM and streaming online at WPKN. I like another piece um, because we have a very difficult moment in a, in a, a island uh, who belongs to Colombia, San, San Andres. Mm-hmm. They have a, how you say, como se dice, un terremoto, no? There was a tropical storm, a hurricane oh, that storm, went okay. through the Caribbean. Yes. Uh, San Andres and Providencia belong to the insular areas of Colombia, which are kind of like even like they're even closer to Nicaragua than to Colombia. Mm-hmm. So they, they were affected uh, dramatically during COVID. It, it so was very Elkin, Elkin Robinson has, has a very, very nice uh, song in, in this in the same volume, too. I like I, I like a lot this mm-hmm. Song. But it's very difficult because I think we are related with itches, uh, so we love all, all of them. 
Well, you've got an incredible variety. So, Diana, you wrote some of the music, and tell, tell me about what your role exactly. Okay, I, I study classical percussion mm-hmm. in France, mm-hmm. so I was a percussionist during a long time. But now I, I like to describe myself like a performer and sound artist. So in Vosterra, uh, Daniel and I will record the sounds when we go, okay. when we are in these kind of projects. And here in, in Alteraciones, Rafa and I, we create the, the four album. So the album with the sound artists and we could, yes, we create together. So it was um, very, very inter- interesting to create this album because, because Rafael just explained it was with, I think that this album is, ah, voy a decirlo en español y me ayudas, Rafael, como el rango, un, un rango muy amplio, ¿no? Desde a white range. Like white range with the nature sounds and then more political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a very nice process. But mm-hmm. yes, in Vosterra, normally I, we, we, I work with, with sound and then mm-hmm. when it depends the project, we split the uh, task. It does seem like the kind of thing where you're, you're not only, you're creating the sounds yourselves and putting things out there for people to interact with, but you're also inviting them now to create their own sounds and give them to you as well. Is that right? It looked like on the website, there was a place for people to upload their own recordings and to kind of make their own, their own music. Yes. You are listening to La Culture. I'm your host, Martha Willette Lewis. And I'm talking to Rafael Kiana and Diana Maria Restrepo, and they are members of Vos Terra, which is out of Colombia, Bogota to be exact. We are talking about their project, particularly sounds from your window, but there are several other chapters. And it is music that involves sounds from nature and the ambient noises around one, um, because it's expanded beyond just nature sounds and is a series of albums that have to do with artists and other musicians interacting with these sounds and making music out of it. That was a very long-winded way of saying it. So when you describe the project, how, how do you both, what's your one-sentence description of what Vosterra does? It's hard to define it in a small way, right? <laughs> no, I think that we, we want... Uh... Como de pronto en, lo digo en español, nos eh, pareció perfecto que, la, que la, la música y el sonido son herramientas muy potentes para mover eh, muchas cosas. Y este proyecto era muy, muy claro ahí. I don't know if you want to help me to translate, Rafa. Maybe I try. No, we were, for us, it was very clear that sound and music are really strong tools. I have to say that I am nervous because it's my first interview in English. So I think if I can describe in, in one sentence, is uh, we know that music and sounds are very strong tools to move, to move the people, to create um, thinkings and Yes, and, and, and to, to understand many things in, in subtle levels. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was like in, in this moment, like we were living like COVID so difficult, we, like you say before, it was a perfect moment to match these sounds that, that, uh, that were on the street, on these mm-hmm. empty streets, and the street, relationship yeah. that we could have with this deep listening. So... Music much very good in this idea mm-hmm. to invite this musician to to talk about with music or with sound. It's 
very accessible too. And also music became so important because people needed to feel closeness. And one of the best ways to feel is even when you're isolated in your own room, you turn on some music, you dance a little bit, you sing a little bit to it, and you feel like you're, you're back to being a part of something again. I think that was the other big lesson from COVID was how important it is to all be together and how much that actually matters to all of us. I know I had kind of lost that the sense of that. I always knew that I loved going to concerts or being places with other people, but I'm also an artist and I spend a lot of time by myself and to not be able to be among everybody out on the street, you know, yes. what we've all been longing for is to be able to be together again. Right. I think uh, something that you mentioned earlier, Marta, that I really love this just these simple words being together, right? And uh, something that we use to summarize somehow, somehow we use it as a tagline or as a way of trying to say less uh, is, is that we use three words. We say like, like a three-step thinking and it's like a stop, listen and take action as a three, three moments. And that comes from early conversations about especially from my interest in Buddhism, this, this idea of, of stopping in life is extremely important. Nowadays, it's very important like because everyone is rushing, everyone's scrolling super fast, everyone is like devouring in a very gluttony way, gigabytes of images, videos, <laughs> and texts, right? And then we don't stop and listen even to ourselves, right? That's, and, and, and then comes COVID because this three, this combination of words were, were present before that. And, before. and then it's just like the world stopped for a little while. Capitalism stopped for a little while. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're still seeing all the consequences, Some, something that was inconceivable just a year ago, right? Like that global commerce and capitalism would stop even for a day was inconceivable. And, and, and I think that, that I want to stress that now, now it's like, what, like mom, nine months after we started lockdown here and, and now is everything is reopening and we humans are very good at getting used to everything. So we got used to being locked like right away. But now we're used to be back into this sort of like quote unquote normality. And, and, and then this idea of being in lockdown is feeling for us like a while ago, like in the past, but you know, it's, it's, it's still very uncertain if we're going to go back to something like that soon again. Right. Like it's for us here in Bogota, we don't know. So, well, so we anyway, there's sorry. so many variants. Exactly. COVID has not gone away. And not only that, so much has changed in the way that we do business and so many places have gone out of business and so many people are going to be working from home. Right. You know, I, I think everything's changed and we're still sort of trying to figure out how it's all going to work. But one of the things that I found infuriating about all of this, it was very difficult the way that lockdown and all of the other things going on meant that we were not able to pay attention to things like the climate crisis in the way that yeah. we ought to be. Right, that that yeah. needed to be a focus, and it still does yes. need to be a focus. In order for all issues of social justice to actually, you know, for us to be able to do anything for on any other topic, we still need to focus on this. And it was very, very frustrating to see all of that put aside, and in fact, all kinds of normal things like paying attention to carbon footprints or recycling 
going out the window because all of a sudden we have to have all the plastic pack safety, you know, equipment and masks and uh, disposable goods. And all of a sudden things are, you know, people who can afford it are getting things delivered rather than going doors. Right. Um, right. And that felt very, very wrong on so many levels. Yes. Right. And and, and definitely. And now we're, we're getting a little bit into the politics of this whole last couple of months. Uh, yeah. This, so, for, for me, this is, this is like a test for humanity related to fraternity and solidarity, right? Like this could have been handled globally in a much better way if our levels of solidarity and fraternity as a species were higher, right? And this has been a big test. And I think that, and this is a personal view, not a view of the collective or anything like that. This this was like a big global call for, for way more things that are coming. And if, as yes. a species, we don't improving our solidarity and fraternity, we're done. We're going to be gone, right? Like, right. Fine. But yeah. I think that your project brought out things that everybody instinctively were caring about. So nature and people who normally didn't pay any attention to animals or birds were, were paying quite a lot of attention to them. Our, our behavior socially among ourselves and our attitudes towards that have changed too. So, you know, I think music is a really, it's so accessible. Mm -hmm. It's something that we all understand. And so it's really interesting that you can, you can take these things that we understand and kind of make a, a complicated um, project that has many, many kinds of statements, but basically it's about solidarity and about the environment without being too didactic about it or about preaching about it, right? It's a very enjoyable process to listen to the music. Mm -hmm. You are listening to Live Culture on WPKN 89.5 FM and streaming online at WPKN.org. This month, I'm delighted to be in conversation with Diana Maria Restrepo and Rafael Poyana of the Vos Terra Collective based out of Bogota, Colombia. I'm your host, Martha Willett-Lewis. Thanks for joining in. Yes, it was, the process was uh, very beautiful. And, and I would like to say something that we try to, to say always because uh, we could do this project because uh, we did with the museum. How is it? UN Life Museum. UN Life Museum. And of course, they, they say, yes, let's do the, the, this project. But I really want to thank them. But I want to thank the musicians because we have 56 musicians that they work for free. We couldn't pay the musician. So we call, we, do, we did this open call. And this is very important to mention because it was the, the, their way to say, okay, we, we, we support this project. It's an act and it of was, generosity and yes, a gift. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and kind, kind of activism too, to take advantage of this moment where people were uh, listening mm -hmm. i would say like the street what ha what were happening in the street nature or political but we wanted to to point the the albums in this direction and it was very important that they accept to dance with us <laughs> well it's a nice positive response at a very difficult moment because of course everybody's also protesting and things are very difficult there's a lot of anger and sorrow and it's important to counteract that without denying it because the anger and sorrow is necessary and it, it's a necessary reaction to what was going on but also there are still ways that you can protest or draw attention to things and it's still 
joyful as well. So good to have that balance without being hypocritical about it. Right. I think that anger is, is something that, that in a way became another pandemic, right? Became another virus for mm. the last couple of years. Just yeah. mm-hmm. yesterday, I think her name is Frances Haugen, the Facebook whistleblower who released the, re- the internal research from Facebook, mm-hmm. kind of like giving proof to something that was already being discussed and known, and which is that Facebook basically is implementing techniques mm-hmm. for increasing anger because people interact with ang- when they're angry way more than when they're chill. And, and that's it's just like a recipe for global disaster at this point. Wow. Like if, if we have like a global network Anger. of connections yeah. that is basically wired with angry algorithms, that's wow. not going to end well, right? And, uh, oh, and, and and people behave very differently on social media than they ever would face-to-face. Face, but yeah. unfortunately, it does change how people behave face-to-face. Yeah, and, and, and that's why for us, like this, this invitation to stop is so important. I think that adding a fourth word was like too much, but I would always like wanted to add breathe because maybe I'm into Buddhism and all that <laughs> stuff and it's very important <laughs> no, to but breathe. breathe is a really important one i think right of course we should do it yes we should all take it very very seriously yeah so i want to thank you both for being on live culture so much it's been an absolute pleasure and i'm looking forward to seeing what's next from Vozhera. are you going to continue with this project or are you going to try something different what's it what's in the work from now Diana, do you have new things going on <laughs> so we just uh, won an open call in in bogota mm-hmm. because of covid we wanted to to do a concert some of the musicians that took part in the albums and we just uh, won yesterday an open call to do a a Sunday concert in December okay. in Bogota. So not with all the, all the musicians, but we will have a, a very nice concert and it's very nice deep, um, Sunday with many things happening with the um, Reserva Van der Hamen Foundation and, and with people that, yes, that we wanted to, in reality, we, we wanted to, to make al- alliance. Al- al- ¿Cómo se dice? Alliance. Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we wanted not only to do a concert, we wanted to, there is uh, for example we did the first album we did a, with a very special electronic club uh, mm-hmm. in Bogota and it was very difficult for entertainment como se dice sector yes for the people who has restaurant bars so for we people in the hospitality industry yeah to get to, exactly to get yeah. together and do something not only to celebrate with music but to, to try to do something together. So we are planning to do this concert in December. We don't have the date now, but we are very happy to, to be Call able it a to... festival. It's a, the that. Sounds from Your Window Festival. festival. The Sounds from Your Window yeah. Festival. Fantastic. Will will that be filmed? Will it be live via, I don't know, Facebook or, or on Zoom? Or will, will people around the globe be able to watch it? That's the idea. That's yes. the idea. That's, That's the idea. We want to do that. So we'll have to stay tuned for that. But in the meanwhile, you do actually have a really lovely it's a short video on youtube so if people look up sound from your window a time to stop and listen there's a really nice film about the whole project and can you give listeners your website information if they want to see hear find out more yeah of course uh, listeners can visit our website at www.bosterra which is uh, v-o-z 
T-E-R-R-A.com. It's kind of like the voice of Earth or something. Mm -hmm. It's like a play of words. Mm -hmm. And also with that same name, just one word, Bosterra, you can find us on Instagram, which is basically where we live on social media and in Facebook. Are you still inviting people to submit sound? Yeah, it, it is an open Good. invitation. So you can go to the website. There's a, a microphone icon. You can leave a message, but there's also the ability to leave a message in WhatsApp as a, mm -hmm. as a WhatsApp voicemail which worked really well for us during the, the call force missions so, something I wanted to add is that unfortunately we didn't have the chance something that Diana mentioned to pay properly the artists who collaborated and they contribute uh, mm -hmm. however is talking about the future the idea is to expand this project to a wider region other ecosystems other artists but also uh, other ways of uh, paying artists uh, at this point all the proceeds from online reproductions come 50% for the artist and mm -hmm. another percent for one is the organization of three sembradores like uh, from the from the wetland community mm -hmm. they get together and do like sorry I forgot the the, the word in planting trees it's the planting okay. tree the planting tree organization from the reserve and also a program from NGO called Jorona Records who is uh, they, they are all the, they're a record label that have a sustainability project and these proceeds go towards a program that helps elderly musicians that are retired and maybe that are maybe not being able to to make a living properly mm -hmm. so the more it listens to the albums the more it will help these ideas and I love that, that and I fantastic. think that that's that's something that we don't know what's gonna come we I want to also uh, thank the Premios Latin America Verde they are awards for sustainability environment projects in Latin America for social science uh, research entrepreneurship and this year they opened the category for communication and the sounds from window campaign one and we're very well, happy about it yes, yeah that's wonderful <laughs> yeah that's thanks wonderful. thanks so much so it's been a great a great year for us so, so we don't know but for sure the idea what's coming next is of course going to be about listening and music and hopefully giving the mic to others so we can create this conversation about climate change climate crisis and how to how to navigate it right I, I love this project because it's about something that i feel is really important brings both our humanity to it to the project as well as well as the animals and the nature and the the environment and the climate crisis itself but it's such a it's such a joyful project so i want to thank you both i want to thank diana maria Restrepo and rafael bayana so much for being with me on live culture most terra is a fantastic project i will be playing clips of it at the of the show so thank you for listening to live culture great Bye -bye. marta thank you thank you for inviting us thanks marta for listening and and i'm sorry sometimes I expand too much on no. things that should be very simple to ask <laughs> okay. okay thank you You've been listening to Live Culture. It's been my real pleasure to be in conversation with Diana Maria Restrepo and Rafael Puyana of Voz Terra Collective based out of Bogota, Colombia and we've been lucky enough to be able to listen to excerpts from their various musical projects including Ventanas Volume 2 and Alteraciones. If you go to the Voz Terra website, you can find out where to listen and how. Please join us next month for another edition of Live Culture and if you have a hankering for more in the meantime, please visit the WPKN SoundCloud page and find the Live Culture playlist, which offers dozens of interviews and conversations with so many talented artists and creators over the years. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
Mano atrás, mano atrás, viejo. Mano atrás. 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 Mano atrás